0: Now we will begin the dance. This is the Bronx
1: dance. Not my best, but we'll do.
0: You ready? Sure. Yeah, I wasn't their best either.
1: Uh, hello, and welcome once again to Post Game of Thrones, the official Game of Thrones podcast of the books, of the show, of the George R. 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 Martin. I'm your host, Eddie Colazzo, also known as the Worst Wonder of the World. And with me, <laughs> as always, is Brooks Oglesby.
0: Hey, I'm Marilyn Mazine, Ryan Jeff Lyon, Kiss, and Wheel, and Deal, and Son of a Gun, Brooks Oglesby. Hey, how's it going? Is, he, is um, Rick Flair still he, alive? He's out of surgery, and it's a long road ahead, but he's doing better. What, did, what surgery did he have? I don't know, they're just like, it's not his heart. It's probably just like old man it's surgery. old, old man. He's, he's your scheduled But also, old man like he's he's the same age as George R. R. Martin, and it's been a stressful day for me.
1: I feel like I feel like Ric Flair has been this whatever age he is now.
0: He's been that age his whole life. No, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's like
1: a Morgan Freeman situation.
0: Yeah, he, his entire life is just the first half of Benjamin Button <laughs> backwards. <laughs> backwards, woo. Um, this is, this is not
1: a Ric Flair podcast. This is a New Japan
0: grade one climax podcast. <laughs> That's good to watch and see with my eyes. And Kenny Omega versus Kazuchika Okada. What a third round it was. Did you did you watch um, the finals versus Naito? No, because I got the ending spoiled for
1: me and then I got uh, sad. It's it's good. Uh, yeah, re- wrestling is good sometimes, but most of the time it's not, right? Ken? Most of the time it's not.
2: I blocked out when I heard... Game of
1: Thrones. Oh, so you've, you've been gone for a while.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, this is, unfortunately, a Game of Thrones television show podcast. Today we're talking about Season 7, Episode 5. It's called Eastwatch. And it... what? <laughs> what?
2: I'm just picturing when you when you said the name of the, se- the episode prior to uh-huh.
1: twice, like you wrote it down twice in your book last... And, time. and it was wrong. And it was wrong, so I thought you could do a joke.
0: We don't. Yeah. We don't do those here.
1: Yeah, you, <laughs> you've never told a joke on um, Peacock.
0: So I have a question. Yeah, is the is the dick on the dog still? Yeah. The the um, this before I forget, this
1: episode is written by Dave Hill and directed by Mike Shackman. <laughs> I Thanks. think I think Dave Hill invented Ollie, but I could be
0: wrong about that.
2: <laughs> no. Yeah, he's
0: the intern that invented Ollie and then became a full writer.
2: Um,
1: this one, like, to to fully suck a dick <laughs> off a dog. It has to be, like, such a level of just garbage. Right. Like, it's yeah. it's almost good... What is it? Like,
0: a good-bad movie. Sucks the dick off a dog. Okay, yeah, because this... This... I don't know. I, I feel like even for people who like the show, this must have been the most boring episode yet. This was just nothing. Two... It was just low-level
1: offensive the oh, entire no, time. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I have to get into this. Two actors... William Nevin Wilson and James Robert Wilson, both credited as Baby Sam. Folks, we have a Mary-Kate and Ashley scenario in on the hands. In the... He was in, like, three seconds! There's rules about babies. You have to be... Oh, two, like a baby labor? Be, you have to be two babies for labor.
0: You do have to be two babies.
1: <laughs> babies seize the means of production. And just <laughs> have five babies play every role that exists. Um, this was a bad... <laughs> It <laughs> was a bad one, bud Uh, nothing happened it's, it's, I don't like, know about that Well, some stuff happened, but Next next week's episode is called Death is the Enemy
0: That's. I was just gonna say that they haven't released the name of the episode yet Which is great, glad that's, to that's, hear that live on the air That's not a good sentence to say Man, I can't wait to see that on a t-shirt on clearance in the how, HBO shop how, in three
1: what, what are you gonna do when the last episode of this season is called A Dream of Spring? Thank you. Don't fucking... <laughs> no, don't. No, it, it has to be next... The last episode of the show.
0: They would fill some shit like that. Yeah, my skin just fell off.
1: Next... It would be really funny if they called an episode Wild Cards. <laughs>
0: I can't believe the finale is called George R. R. Martin gets fucked over at the Hugo Awards. <laughs>
1: <laughs> George R. R. Martin loses to J.K. Rowling.
0: <laughs> um, what if they just called the next episode Lady Stoneheart and she wasn't in it?
1: But she smoked weed, though. All right. Well, yeah, now I'm on board. Okay. Yeah that that would be a Cogman episode.
0: Yeah, because he know he knows a Cogman a Cogman joint because she would smoke weed. So good. Thanks.
1: What's uh what happened in this episode? How's it start?
0: So mile a minute. Mm-hmm. Um it's the go it's the season of ocean. Um and not just uh, John and his Um so Braun, um so where were we last time on Game of Thrones, there was a big dragon battle. Um and it was big. And it was a big, big dragon battle the, and Jamie fell into the Pacific Ocean He his, fell into the Marianas Trench. With his and, heavy armor. In his heavy armor, um, and uh, so in this episode, it starts with Braun breaching the water a half mile from where they fell in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he also, while he's treading water, pulls up the man in full armor from the bottom of the ocean, and both of them are fine. What they didn't show and, is,
1: like, they showed Jamie falling, but they didn't show him hit the bottom of the river, like, immediately. That, the like, it cut to black right before that, so.
0: Definitely the coolest thing that I saw. My favorite, like... Honeypotting that I saw this week was people thought they saw the fucking drowned god under Jamie. What? And they were like, oh, well, if you freeze at this moment, it looks like there's a big, a big, a big horny monster underneath the Did ocean. They have Absolutely no idea what that is. No, yeah, they don't. And um, I mean, neither does like Aaron Greyjoy. Boom. Boom. Yeah. Get 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 fucked, Aaron. <laughs> get fucked, Aaron. <laughs> get fucked, Aaron. You don't yeah. the show. Yeah, except he isn't he isn't he the eighty year older brother of Euron canonically? He just never said it. Yeah, they they just never credited him as an actor or gave him. Yeah, I fucking lo- I fucking love this shit. <laughs> this, is, this is so good. <laughs> So, okay, so they breached the water um, a mile away from where they fell in, and they were underwater for at least six hours because everybody from the battle and the giant dragon lady is gone.
2: Mm-hmm. Nowhere
0: to be found. So they, they were underwater for six hours. Um, and then they, they spit up water like you're on Greyjoy because they know about internal CPR that you can do by being a strong man. Um, um, and then they have, they have a cool bro chat. It's great. It's good. And
1: what does Bronn say? He's like, I only saved you so I can get paid. <laughs>
0: yeah, he, he does... I'm surprised that this wasn't, um, this was a Dave Hill joint, because, so Bron's like, you're not allowed to die mm-hmm. until I get what I want, so I'm not even gonna let dragons kill you, and then Jamie's like, great, and then Bron's like, hey, Bro- dragons is where this partnership ends, and I'm not fighting dragons in King's Landing anymore.
1: Remember when, um, Bron wouldn't fight the Mountain, who is a human man? But he'll like yeah. jump in f- front of dragon fire to like get his gold or whatever. He's funny though. He's so funny. Remember when <laughs> there was um, a character named Dickon, and he already <laughs> existed last season, but this season everyone thought to make fun of his name and they laughed at his funny name because remember it had the they Dick called
0: word him they called him Rickon, which is nobody's name. It, just, it just doesn't
1: exist. It's a fake name. That, that, that's. Rand- randomized name generator. It's a hold-up spork. www.gameofthronesnamegenerator.com <laughs> Rickon Starch.
0: Rickon hmm. Stamp. Fair. And wow. Um, so hey, do you remember how Tyrion is here in the battlefield? Yeah, for no reason. He just he decided to come with his thousands of death Dothraki screamers just for the fu- fucking fun of it. Mm-hmm. And he, wa- he's walking through the wreckage, and in this episode, he's sad about war. Um, he thinks it's sad. sad. Oh, he, he
1: doesn't. He doesn't like it that much.
0: He doesn't like it in this scene, and it's it's the human. It's deep. Um, and then, so a bunch of Lannister and Tarly soldiers get marched up to the big dragon from last time, who screams at them,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and um, Damaris is there. And uh, like the twenty-five, like as many extras as they could fit in one shot are standing there with r- 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 with uh, Dickon and r- r- Ronald Tarly, and then <laughs> um, and then Daenerys. What that was funny. Daenerys is standing there, and I have I have her speech. I have it here. Oh, in,
0: cool! In, so do I in, yeah,
1: absolutely in, in text go for form. it. This is I'm, I'm just going to read it in my regular speaking voice. I mean, that's basically Colette's uh, voice. I'll I'll, I'll I'll, do the Colette's voice. I know what Cersei has told you, that I've come to destroy your cities, burn your homes, murder you and you orphan your children. That's Cersei Lannister, not me. <laughs> I'm not here to murder, and all I want to destroy is the wheel that has rolled over <laughs> rich and poor to benefit of no one but the Cersei Lannisters of the world. I offer you a choice. Bend the knee and join me. Together, we will leave the world a better place than we have found it. Or refuse and die.
0: Just um, for the people who don't watch the show, just want to absolutely confirm that that was not editorializing. There was no point in which it, he went off script. That That's, was the thing. Yep. I think there were there were two "I'm nots" in there, which Th- this is this was um,
1: this was like
0: I may not be Cersei <laughs> Lannister. But I will...
1: I'm gonna fuck somebody in um, my family next Pokemon, episode. But I'm Pokemon going to incinerate your bones. Like... <laughs> so, so Daenerys shows up and says she's not here to kill anyone, but anyone who doesn't join her will die. And then, um... Uh, R- Robert Tarly, he walks forward and he says, I'm not gonna join you because you're a foreign savage. And then his son goes, Ugh me too! And then, <laughs> um... He, like, uh, uh, Robert doesn't say anything like, hey, like, continue our house and, like, c- keep our family tradition and, like, make our family's name known. He says, oh,
0: no. And then they both get killed by Dragonflame. Is what happens. Hey, remember a couple episodes ago on this podcast when I was like, I don't know, like, I was giving him the benefit of the doubt, and I was saying, you know, like, I I know that they're bad at continuity, but they're definitely gonna have Randall bring up Heartsbane later when it's convenient. Randall never brings up Heartsbane, is the thing. He never brought up Heartsbane, the thing that's, um, whenever he's in the book, it's always described as in relation to him. Do you think they remember... The just, just that, Ronald Tarly that, in general. That they in, that they
1: brought Hartsbane into the story at any point.
0: I maybe Sam grabbed it in that really dark scene where you couldn't see shit. Oh, so all of them? Yeah,
1: so, so, it was it was good. Daenerys says, "I'm not here to kill anyone, but I am here to burn two like lords with dragon fire." And also, then, she knows who the lords are immediately. She knows um, immediately knows they're both lords and not just like soldiers. Even though other soldiers like didn't didn't kneel.
0: Because when you're when you're the heir of a great house, you have to have a tiny set, ha- tiny head and a huge body. Uh-huh. <laughs> your head slider has to be at minimum, and your body yeah. is at maximum. So, just just a quick question about uh, uh characterization here. Uh-huh. So she she talks in the scene about how the wheel has rolled over rich and poor for the benefit of the one percent. So is she doing this because it's her destiny or her right? The way that she's been talking about it, or is she just trying to smash the state because Varys, the Marxist, has been talking to her? Or is she? Is she just a good guy?
1: She she got up on the big rock and she said there has been much violence on many sides, <laughs> and then she killed two men with the dragon, and then uh-huh. everyone else kneeled. It's is like she, oh, and then Tyrion is sad.
0: Yeah, she, yeah. and then Danny said, "Who are the real fascists now?" Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, yeah, it's, it's Tyrion's like side eyeing it a little bit for drama because he saw that war was bad. Mm-hmm. In that scene, um also so in the scene Tyrion says that Marjorie was the rightful queen, which is an interesting thing for Tyrion Lannister to think. Um but that's just cuz she was a good guy also. He said that? Yeah, he was like you already have a queen, the rightful one, and you seem to turn your back on her pretty quick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, remember when fucking Dickon Tarly just volunteered to die and extinguish his house?
1: For no reason. Like, I'm very happy he got me 50 fantasy points. Good on you, Dickon, but in the grand scheme of things, could have made a better decision. Remember opinion.
0: when he got, remember when last episode in the dragon fight, when he got more character development than Jamie's gotten in four seasons? Remember when the
1: last three seasons Jamie has done the exact same thing every time? Hey, there are eight
0: episodes of Game of Thrones left and Jamie still loves his sister. (laughs) That that sentence
1: is like the perfect description of the show. I think I just woke up my hedgehog. Is that what is that like um like waking the dragon? Yeah, what if Viserys gets mad? What if I
0: woke my own hog? it's good, thanks. So, okay, okay. I I know we've already talked about this scene for a hundred years, but um. So in the scene, Tyrion's talk, He's trying to be the voice of reason, and he's like, "Hey, maybe we should like put him in a dungeon for a couple of weeks so that they don't like, extinguish this great house." And then or, like, or says, make him take the black, like that could be good. And then Danny says, "What is the black?" <laughs> and then um, Danny says, "I made. I meant what I said, and I don't believe in chains." So she just literally doesn't believe in prisons because she's called the breaker. It's uh, called the breaker of chains now. So she just doesn't believe in chains. She only believes in loyalty or immediate extra ju- extrajudicial murder
1: or, or burned by dragon fire.
0: Yeah, all crimes are punishable by dragon, but also prisons are inhumane. It's bad. I'm not, um, I'm,
1: I'm a Khaleesi, not a prison warden.
0: She even does that again because Tyrion's like. Please don't behead this great lord, and then Daenerys says, "I'm not beheading them," and then it's and then Drogon roars on command. I'm, I'm
1: like, like, I'm almost amazed that like someone wasn't like, "What do you plan to do? Set us on fire?" And then Daenerys goes, "I won't set you on fire. <laughs> I won't breathe fire on you, Jaqaris." Ooh, she, she was she was so bored when she said it, Eddie she was like it was nothing like murdering two guys with a dragon it's good it's good she's the main character and she's a protagonist
0: and um and the what did she what do they say on the, in the in inside the episode um david benioff was explaining that um, you're so you're so brave for watching this it's good um danny <laughs> danny here is frustrated that she has to keep the moral high ground while cersei doesn't what? and often in game of thrones the more ruthless opponent wins in oh, the same way that, like, how, like, Stannis like, was ruthless dark enough dark. to kill his only heir, and Rob was ruthless enough to kill Rickard Stark, and Ramsay killed a million people, and they all are still alive. Hey, what? Not to like go
1: like off on a tangent or anything about the show, but what the? Yeah, that'd fuck, be weird. What the fuck is Brienne doing this season? Funny. She's standing, and she fought Arya once.
0: She'd love to fight Arya Stark with the fucking, the biggest sword in the world when she's wearing no head armor. Anyway. Did you see the fucking Lady Stoneheart theory, Eddie? No.
1: Oh, the one you said that, like, an unnamed extra who walked in the back of Winterfell was actually Lady Stoneheart? They thought
0: it was a... Because it's, it's as soon as Brienne says, like, your mother to Arya, there's a, there's an extra that walks through the battlements in the background randomly. And the, and like the fucking Vox or some place said, well, since D- Game of Thrones is so detail-oriented and nothing on screen is by accident, mm-hmm. we can only assume that that's Lady Stoneheart. Wasn't and- there some press
1: photo from like season two or something where they're all standing in a throne room and Jamie is holding like a Dunkin' Donuts cup or something? Yeah, he was thirsty. <laughs> like, I, I just don't... This is the thing I mean about like book stuff. <laughs> like, how would you only watch this show and know what Lady Stoneheart means? Like you don't.
0: Yeah, I was, I was a hundred percent actually like grimacing and waiting for the inside of the episode to say, "Well, there were characters we had to cut out, like Quentin Martell, so we decided to adapt him, uh, in through Randall Tarley." They have absolutely no idea who Quentin Martell is. Yeah, they definitely don't. Um, hey, remember when Randall Charlie held his son's hand in like a in like a straight way? <laughs> Like he didn't hold his hand, held, He held his manly forearm muscles. He, he,
1: he did um he did Okada's move like when he's when he, <laughs> he Rainmaker's Rainmaker own son. He had the, he had wrist control on his son, <laughs> uh, so he could hit him with
0: his finishing move. Yeah. So that's that's anything else happened in this scene? There's just so much in here. That's kind of it. Oh um, but yeah um, D- David Benioff's like she's being rational. She's not insane. Um, oh. But, like, burning men to death by dragon with, like, no emotion is what regular guys do. She's a good guy, and she's burned more people alive than Melisandre ever did in the show. Um, but then he's like, that's one perspective, and Tyrion has another perspective. Oh, gotta hear both sides. You gotta hear both sides. Speaking of, we gotta go back to King's Landing, and Jaime's back, and he's talking to his girlfriend's sister. Did, why
1: did Jaime bust into this room like he was fucking Kramer from Seinfeld?
0: Because oh. there whispering to Cersei, and I wonder how the AV club will speculate on what they're talking about. It's nothing. It's never anything. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. And then Jamie shows up. He's like, guess what? We lost.
0: Guess what? We lost. the, 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 the Rocky are the best army I've ever seen. And there's no way we can beat them. And also and Daenerys the, burned a thousand wagons of food for no reason. And also he, he makes note to say that
1: they burned up the big gun. Yeah. So the big that, gun. That, 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 Puts evidence in the other pot about there being lots of big guns. Nice, nice.
0: What if maybe Drogon uh, he burned all the blueprint of it, mm-hmm. and now they can't have it. That would be so smart and good.
1: It was. Really, what if- it would be really good if someone brought the uh, blueprint for the big gun to the battle, and then under it it said, "What if Rhaegar Targaryen got his marriage in old." <laughs>
0: I can't wait for Euron to go to Old Town and find the patent for a big gun. I saw and then put and oh scrawl his name on it and be like, "It's my gun now." I look dragon binder for for like because I'm an idiot.
1: I just looked through like different Twitter threads of people talking about this, and Sorry. then there were so many people that were like, "I know what Rhaegar getting his marriage annulled means." It's very smart to me that I know it. Uh huh. Like yeah, eight thousand retweets. So. I would hope so.
0: I know that the Starks are good characters. No, they're not. They fight all the time and they hate each other. Well, Ned's not honorable and everybody hates each other immediately after hugging for the first time. But Mm -hmm. it's touching. Everywhere you look,
1: look there's a Stark Stark. for me to be mad at.
2: (laughs) What? That was good. How did you feel me, like, laughing?
1: I felt the the vibrations through the walls. Yeah? Yeah. I use my echolocation. I
2: was gonna say, are you a dolphin?
0: Yes. That's how I feel every time I send a tweet, and I feel all the laughter in the world <laughs> vibrating back to my karma. It's good. So, Cersei says, hey, Jamie. Hey, you remember how our brother killed Joffrey? And then Jaime says, actually, I just learned that he didn't. And then Cersei says, I don't believe you. And then Jamie says, it's real. And then Cersei says, okay. She says, he says, Olena did it. And then they, they do this for like
1: five minutes. She's like, why would Olena tell you that she poisoned Joffrey if you poisoned her? And Jamie goes, I
0: don't know. And then Cersei says, okay. But I'm mad at him. And if he ever comes to King's Landing and I know about it, I'm definitely going to take advantage of it and kill him.
1: Is this when she says she's Pregante?
0: Nope, that's later, because now John's looking off of a cliff at Dragonstone. And the most most triumphant music in Game of Thrones history plays as Daenerys returns with her triumphant nuclear weapon, and we're supposed to think it's good, and then the dragon roars at John.
1: The dragon roars at John, but John he takes off his glove and he shows the dragon his Monster Mash hand, and then he, like, reaches out and he,
0: like, touches the dragon on the nose and it likes it. It's... uh... Because it's in the same, way, in the same way that um, Daenerys uh, tamed Drogon off screen. She also taught Jon how to treat Drogo off Drogon off screen. Um, Remember
1: how Tyrion set the dragons free?
0: Fucking Tyrion Targaryen is so fucking show and I hate it more than anything in this fucking world. Do you know what really fucking sucks? Um, Tyrion Targaryen
1: has pretty much, like, the same syllables as Alexander Hamilton. Tyrion. Yeah, that sucks. My You're right. My name is Tyrion Targaryen. Fuck. That's my... I'm gonna make that version, and it's gonna go on Broadway, and everyone's gonna be happy about it.
0: I am the A L U S S E. No, that doesn't work.
1: How does a...
0: a Cripple bastard. bastard! That's John. Dwarf, uh, uh, whatever. How does... y'all remember Hamilton?
1: Remember it? Remember it? Washington on your side. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Hamilton does.
2: Um, yeah,
0: yeah. John's a target, Herman. Yeah, he's not scared of a dragon. And then th- the funny thing about the one of my my favorite cut in this scene um is how Daenerys is on top of this three-story dragon and then it cuts to Jon and then she's on the ground because i guess they couldn't figure out a way to make it look good <laughs> like have her not the dragon like
1: anytime she's on the <laughs>
0: dragon it looks very bad it looks real bad like I'm, it looks the, it looks the way that cgi does like when you watch a 10-year-old movie
2: but yeah. it's now
1: and like this must be the reason that there's no like harness or like armor that she wears because it must look even worse somehow
0: yeah. It's so Danny, she dismounts the dragon and she's like, beautiful, eh? And John says, The looks gorgeous like, looks, looks like a gorgeous
1: beast to me, my Calissi. And then. And, then- <laughs> and she says she says some shit like, They're not beasts to me.
0: <laughs> she says, They're not beasts to me. <laughs> Never mind, it's, Chill. It's good to me. Yeah, I'm. I'm Khaleesi, actually. And, (laughs) hey, remember when Drogon burned a little Miranese girl alive and Danny was so horrified that she locked up her dragons for two seasons? No! They're good now!
1: They're good. Do the other two dragons do anything but fly around in the background? Yes.
0: Hey, Ghost hasn't been in the season yet. Ghost does not exist. Ghost Ghost died on the way back to his home planet. I miss that dog. Remember ghost warged into summer?
1: Remember how Jon went beyond the wall without ghost, and they none of them have horses or supplies, and they're gonna catch
0: catch a white with no. They're like, gonna they're gonna use the cage that they brought. Yeah, off screen. What a good show! So they talk about. Hey, did you know that the people who write Game of Thrones refer to the Battle of the Bastards, which Bob. is already a bad name, as as, as Bob? Remember how. Hot Pie in-universe calls
1: it the Battle of the Bastards? And not, like, yeah. the Battle of Winterfell or whatever
0: every battle in the history was called? It's good. because Because yeah. remember how Ramsay was legitimized? But that's not a cool enough name. Mm-hmm. Um... So they talk about the Battle of the Bastards and how sometimes you need to kill thousands of people to help people, actually. And then Daenerys says, hey, remember when Davos said that you got stabbed in the heart? What does that mean? And then they get interrupted by a palisar, because one thing you've got to know about Blood Riders is they're going to... Uh, you love to interrupt a king and a queen when they're talking.
1: Literally, I, Daenerys is like, so, um, who's, who's this, this girl in your phone, Egret?" And John's like, oh, oh oh, baby, 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 please. Like, come on. Like, what do you what do you think? What are you trying to say? (laughs) And then fucking Jorah
0: comes back and they forget about it. Yeah, he kneel. And he's like he's like, hey, I found the cure to grayscale. And they're like, that sounds right. Hey,
1: hey, hey. Remember how Jorah had grayscale and it got removed in one day because Sam took it off? Why didn't they think of that? Like why didn't they think of that though is the thing. Remember how Sam didn't get sick from it, from it, and there's no like downside to anything that happened. George just had grayscale for a long time, and then he got it taken away, and he's perfectly fine now.
0: Remember when they tried to trick people into liking Stannis for one episode so that he would be evil later, and he taught he told his daughter that he hates about that story, how he brought every maester in the world together to do like literally everything possible to cure the grayscale, and he could only stop it.
1: Remember how they have absolutely no idea what to do with Jorah, but they don't want to kill him yet, because he has to make more people sad when he dies, so they literally had him return and leave to go beyond the wall immediately?
0: Can I just say, I can't wait, it's what, like, the fourth time that he's been, like, released from Danny's service? I can't wait for him to die. Like, like, he's... There's gonna be some
1: fucked up way he, like, outlives everyone.
0: There are very few characters that I project the book characters onto at all at this point. Mm-hmm. Jora Mormont's one of them. Yeah. And I can't wait for that dude to get murked.
2: <laughs>
1: Jorah Mormont, retire, bitch.
0: Yeah. Um, so then, yeah, d- oh yeah, and then Daenerys and Jorah hug, and then John makes sad cuck face in this episode. Looks <laughs> like the cucker became the Cucky, cucky.
1: <laughs> that's a bad. That's a bad word. That's very unpleasant to say. Like I would
0: rather say egregious. Yeah, we, we found an unpleasant word to say. Yeah. So Bran's warging a hundred ravens because one one wouldn't do. He had to warg the whole the whole flock of them. Yeah. It really like it's very obvious that they made the reason that they made Brand the only warg is that they don't know anything else about Bran's character.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: So it's just like, oh, he's the guy that does the thing that all the Stark children can do.
1: And then he's going to to all the ravens, all like 8,000 ravens. Like, wouldn't it have been more, like, discreet to be one regular raven instead of, like, a flock of a million of them flying over the army of death? And then Darth Maul looks at them quick, like a blue steel from Zoolander, and then he gets scared. Like at, cool. at at this point Bran should know that this guy does this shit. <laughs> like Yeah,
0: big news that's he's walking.
1: He's walking and he looked at me bad.
0: He yeah, well, gives me the bad look, and remember when I he was in my dream and then he touched me and that ruined everything? Better go back.
1: So like I think what what
0: correct me if I'm wrong. I think what happened is Bran like does that and then the nightman
1: looks at him and then he like Whoa. And then he like jumps out, and he tells the maester, he's like, "Send a letter to John." He says, "Ravens, I send me a ra- raven." So he, so he had to be reminded that like the army of the dead is
0: marching. Like he forgot to warn everyone about it. Yeah, I mean, John forgot to warn everybody about how Bran was fucking alive. Yeah. So this no. for, this, so Bran's gonna send a bunch of letters all over the world and say, "Hey, I'm." I'm the three eyed raven now. And mm-hmm. you, there's the, the scary butthole mouth man is coming. And you have to believe me.
1: Mm-hmm. And then. You, you gotta believe me!
0: Please! So then we go to the citadel, and Sam's carrying scrolls to the archmaster's, and the letter's already there, and they're making fun of him. And it's like another fucking episode where the entire plot is just somebody being like, <laughs> the army of the dead. <laughs> We are the
2: ins-
1: smart people, and we care more about when our papers are going to be published than the well-being of the realm.
0: Yeah. Hey, Archmaster, did you finish that paper on themes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I finished it and signed it and put it in the shit bucket
1: that this idiot Samwell cleans up. <laughs> Remember when fucking PiceL shit himself canonically? Remember when there was a shit like I was about to make fun of us for just making fart noises but there was a canonical shit montage of like a music
0: collection. It was it of, was 5 times longer than the thing that we just did with our mouths. It was it was our uh theme song but with shit instead. Huh, let's see. To, huh. Hey,
1: yeah, PiceL died. Yeah, little children killed him.
0: Yeah, just just like just like the books.
1: So Sam's in this room with like all of the archmaesters are in this room, and also Sam gets to be there for no reason. And then they're they what like the king archmaester, whatever his name is. He's not um, the magic guy. What's his name? Yeah, Marvin. Mar- Marvin. It's the- <laughs> me, your cousin Marvin. Um, <laughs> cousin Marvin the mage isn't there. Uh, and then he gets the letter. He's like, "This makes sense, but also it could be a trick or whatever." So they're both like simultaneously smart and stupid, which is always good. And then uh, Sam's like, "Oh no, I met uh, I met Bran Stark. He's real."
0: So and then, then he puts he puts on his best Jon Snow voice and says, "It's real. I've seen it. I've, I've seen it beyond the wall." Hey, why is Sam not for the first time in his life bragging about killing a White Walker? Exactly. That would have been a very good thing to bring up about how he killed one with
1: a dragon glass. But this doesn't happen. But he uh, didn't know that you could use dragon. It's good. And then uh, eventually, um, the Maester, one of the maesters is like, hey, does he know his dad and brother were killed by dragon? So th- they knew that that happened from two scenes ago. But remember yes. last season when Sam arrives at the Citadel, and at this time they wanted the maesters <laughs> to look stupid? So he's like, I'm from the Nights Watch with Commander Jon Snow, and then the guy at the front desk was like, "Oh, uh, still says Jor Mormont to me. Can yeah, it... I have my participation trophy?" <laughs> so they both, so they both simultaneously know everything and nothing, depending on what the plot requires.
0: Uh huh. And it's then good. they say they say some shit about Jenny of Old Stones and the Drowned God in the background. Shout out to the lore master Brian Cogman. Uh- <laughs> hey. I love this scene.
1: Hey, uh, has anyone talked to Maya Stone recently? I was brought a letter from her by Alaris, the Sphinx. And then everyone just shakes their head no, and then the scene continues like regular.
0: Hey, I just got a letter from sweet Robin Aaron, the Lord of the Vale, and apparently he's dying of exposure because he was (laughs) abandoned up there.
1: (laughs) Because every single
0: person in the Vale left him alone. Because Jan Royce, his fucking Lord Protector, had to go yell at Jon Snow in this episode. Oh my god. Okay. So, I love this, because, I I mean, like, it seems the direction they're going is, wow, even enemies should team up to fight the common threat. So, so they're sending, like, okay, great, we're going to send a raven out to all the great leaders of the world, because we've all been convinced by Sam Tarly. Let's send a raven to all the leaders of the Reach. Wait. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, well, nobody's in the Reach now. Let's send a raven to the leaders of Dorne. Who, wait, what? Because Dorne and the Reach have the two largest armies, so we'll send it to the leaders wait, wait, of wait. Dorne.
1: Like, who is... Is there just nothing happening in these regions right now? I mean, they're off-screen. Like, everyone, just like, oh, everyone here is dead. Okay, we're not gonna have, like, an internal power struggle in our region to see who gets to lead now. Mm-hmm. or like
0: Everyone just clicking their elbows together and shitting themselves. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's very good. And then so is, speak- is, is, uh, before before we go further,
1: um,
0: oh thank you, guys. We're,
1: we're going going long today, I can tell. Let's let's stop at the Iron Bank. Sound good? Yeah, <laughs> not really. But, but, I, okay. I, but it's such a good episode. It picks up right after this. Okay, uh, we have a Patreon that you can donate to patreon.com slash post of Thrones. If you donate five dollars, you get a special. Ooh, I should probably bring up that list of page <laughs> patrons. We can just um, make
0: one
2: up.
1: You just make, um, who's, who's in the chat right now? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, let's see. Who's, who's nice
1: to us? Alright, you find someone nice to us, I'll, I'll do this part. Um, right. <laughs> professional, <laughs>
0: professional, uh, thing here that we do. We deserve the cash money. Uh, we uh, can see if we've gotten any, like, iTunes reviews lately. Oh, man. We did get one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, y- if you want, you can donate
1: to us on Patreon. Uh, Five dollars, you get a special shout out. You can send us a message. Ten dollars, you get a, a you get your name a different color in the chat, so that everyone knows that you're special. And um, you you get special special treatments for when when we do a cool stream once a month. This month's stream is fire for wrestling, and we're going to do it soon. And it's decided already. And all the wrestlers are very good. And Tom Nook is also there.
0: And Eddie booked himself to be the champion.
1: So- I I. Hey, originally, I did the first, the inaugural post championship match was Squizpillion versus Rudo Cherrywine, and Squizpillion won. So, yeah, well, we'll, the winner of the tournament... But who's is,
0: really pulling the strings, The little winner of the tournament voice. gets a shot
1: at glory. That's how it works. <laughs> By which I mean Eddie. By which I mean me and my 100% stats.
0: Uh-huh. Um, uh, I just want to say, I went to the post-Game of Thrones Discord, um... And I just, I said, hey, who wants a shout-out on PGOT? We're recording right now. 20 people are online and nobody's responded. Uh, oh, we do have one. Let me, let me, we do, we have a message this week, though.
1: Okay, good. This message this week comes in from Kim. Not this, not Kim in my house. Different Kim. Destry Hawk, a uh, good friend of the show, says, um, wishing a very happy birthday to my dear friend, lish, lish, listener of the show, hk
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Remember last week when we made all those great Heckaby jokes? Hecabee jokes? He is very good and cool. So this is, a, this is a double dip.
1: Like, this is unprecedented. Yeah. Pay the fuck up. I, I like how people are are gaming the system. Yeah. I'm very into it. Um, special shout-out to this week in the chat. User Natalie Imbrilia says, Me, I won't hear it, so make it mean.
0: Fuck off. No. That's the meanest
1: thing of all. No, I don't... No, stop it and don't say that. Yeah. Shout out to Dahlia. Fuck Dahlia. There you go. Straight from the horns' mouth is what they say. (laughs) There you go. Money for that. Thank you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Let's go on with the show. Yeah, I I just dumped a big, like... Casterly Rock bag of money with a big dollar sign on the side of it in front of my landlord, and I was like, this will cover the rest of the year. I made this online. Uh I don't know why your your landlord was the Tim Allen grunt, but My landlord is Tim Allen. (laughs) That's I because I I called the renting company and I was like, please, I need some home improvement. I need some home improvement extra racist, please. (laughs)
1: No, no, no worries. We got just the thing. Do you do you need a like a huge cocaine amount of racism in your <laughs> home improvement? Like, yes, definitely. Right on the right on the way, sir.
0: What's Yeah, Sam Allen, bad. It turns out. Turn, seems that way. What, what else happens in this fucking episode? Oh uh, yeah, there's still a lot to talk about. All oh, right, so Um, Varys has a scroll with the Stark sigil on it, and um, so that's there, and then um they're talking about how, like, how Daenerys is bad and she needs counsel to stop, um, burning uh, people alive immediately. hmm And, uh, Tyrion says, I, I am her hand, not her head. I can't make her decisions for her, which is fucking hilarious because Tyrion just thinks that, that, like, these are literal Voltron body parts.
2: hmm Like,
0: she, Tyrion thinks the hand is the guy who just picks shit up for her.
1: Yeah. And also, I, I read some stuff, I like how this, um... Like, scene implies that Daenerys can only do good things when, like, two dudes tell her what to do.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, what what easier way to be on top than when you have two men holding you up?
1: Well, one of them doesn't have no dick, is the thing.
0: Yeah, but one of them has a huge, famous dick that's very valuable in SOC markets. True,
1: true, it's worth a lot. Remember how later in the episode Tyrion Lannister, the most recognizable and wanted man in all of Westeros, just <laughs> casually walks by two gold cloaks for absolutely no reason. He like he like pushes them aside like he's fucking playing an Assassin's Creed game
0: walking through a crowd. <laughs> I mean, listen, one thing when you're the when you're the best smuggler in Westeros. One thing you got to do, one thing you got to know about their tactics is this is broad day, the bright, high noon. Oh,
1: we didn't even talk about the horny crab dicks yet.
0: Yeah, we didn't talk about the funny aphrodisiac scene, mile a minute, go, go, go. This episode sucks. Yeah, so Varys talks about, he's like, I used to lie to myself and say that it wasn't my fault when the Mad King burned people, but then I realized that hurting people was wrong. Remember how Varys keeps a tortured man in a box?
1: Varys <laughs> keeps a fucking sorcerer in a box for the past seven seasons, and no one has ever mentioned it again.
0: It's he's good. good. He's good. So then, oh yeah, remember how fucking John reads the scroll from Blowjob Cam? Then <laughs> What was that? The weirdest it was, it was fucking a, like, angle.
1: Like John, I guess, gets the letter that Bran sent out, and it was literally, literally that meme of like what you see versus what she sees. Like, yeah. we're, we're reading this scene. The shot of John takes place from his dick. Like him from his like dickhole <laughs>
0: perspective.
2: I came back at a good time. Yeah,
0: and I don't know why he's holding the scroll with his dick. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So but he's like, "Whoa, Bran is alive." <laughs> Yeah, he. this is a legitimate retcon, because now he thought that Bran was dead. Because
1: Sam, Sam told him, right?
0: Sam told him, and he acted like it was whatever. But also, just like a couple episodes ago, remember when Remember when Danny was like, two of your brothers died? And we were like, oh, I guess he just knows that Bran is alive, and that's she must know that. Um, but nope. Whatever. Danny just didn't know about uh, funny dick-on-rick-on-stark. Mm-hmm. Starp. So... Okay, so fucking. Not only does John apparently just learn that the Trueborn heir to Winterfell is alive, he also reads Bran saw the Night King marching to Eastwatch, and shouldn't that be like a little bit shocking to Bran? That's a, or to, to to John. That should be that's a lot of information, and like you just learned that Bran is a fucking green seer who just took a flock of ravens to go see the Army of the Dead at Eastwatch. But he's like, oh, all right, I I, I must go, Khaleesi. I mean, it's it's always Bran always loved two things: um, climbing and taking control of a thousand crows. A thousand crows and looking like the god of death in the eye, and then getting scared. So Tyrion has Tyrion comes up with like a master plan. Just like, hey, listen, I'm not gonna fucking put up with you fucking trashing this when it's exactly what's gonna happen in the Winds of Winter.
1: Tyrion. Like, the way he- he says it in a way that tries to make him sound smart, but he says, what if we caught a white walker?
0: (laughs) I thought it was a- was it- is it
1: just a white? I- I might have missed it, but the only reason I knew they're going to catch a white is because I read the spoilers. Like, if they didn't say that, I would have assumed they were actually trying to, like, capture a white walker in a Pokeball and bring it back somewhere.
0: Yeah, because they're fucking- because they've changed others to white walkers so that everybody would be confused forever. Mm Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, Tyrion has this so he's like, Cersei won't be on our side unless we bring a zombie to the red keep and she'll totally she'll like let us do it and, it's good and then she'll fight his, on our side.
1: Remember when they brought a zombie to the red keep in the first season and everyone said it was
0: fake? You gotta watch the inside the episode because fucking DB Weiss is doing shit like He's wiggling his fingers the whole time, and he's like, yeah, in season two, they brought a hand that was going like this, and he twiddles his (laughs) fingers, but then by the time it gets there, all the skin is off, so it's not doing this anymore. And then he has a big middle
1: finger, and he smiles.
0: Yeah, hey, remember when, um, so, okay, so, like, when you lose all your skin and your bones, your, the the white doesn't work anymore. Remember when Bran fought a bunch of zombie skeletons right outside of the big tree, and then Leaf used fire style jutsu on all of the skeletons? He didn't even fight.
1: Like, they were just skeletons, Like, they were level 1 RPG skeletons With bones Like, they weren't even whites Yeah And, they, and then they died to fire grenades <laughs> Leaf, ac- Leaf uh, called in her a grenade pickup And then she just, b- like, bombed them all
0: Yeah, and then she cast a spell that turned her in From a little girl into a weird ninja turtle creature The next <laughs> season <laughs> It's good
1: It's good um, so yeah, T- uh, Tyrion um, has this thing? good plan where he's like, let's go bring a zombie back, and John has to go, of course, and Jorah's like, well, I ain't got shit else to do, so I guess I'll go too. Uh, Jorah says,
0: I'll go get one, and then John makes sad cuck face was about this, it.
1: Was this, this happened, Wait, I, when did, fuck, when did Tyrion talk to Jamie? Later. That happens, so Davos, so they, like, come yeah, up, they, they come up with they this plan even... now, and then Davos goes, and then comes back, and then goes again to the wall?
0: No, I think they're like, how can Tyrion get terms to, to, to Jamie? You gotta, I wish there was a smuggler here. The smuggle happens now, then. Also, um, let me check my notes. I just do want to point out that Davos in this scene publicly mentions that Jon just isn't in the Night's Watch anymore. Um, and nobody cares. Um, also confirmed it hasn't happened yet. Because... Um, hey, what happened no, to Grey Worm? He's fine. Euron just left him alone, the way that Euron Greyjoy would do. Okay, cool. And they're just... It's fine. All
2: right.
0: It's cool that Danny didn't, like, bring the Dothraki or Drogon there to save him.
1: Yeah, that would... that
0: I mean, they wouldn't be able to get there. It would take too long. Yeah, so... Um, I hope the fucking second part of this plan is... Oh, and then we're gonna fill the White with, like, explosives. And then kill Cersei and then win. Um... But it's just going to end with, like, Dan- like they're almost going to die, and then Daenerys is going to arrive late on a dragon, and it's going to be very cool and good. And I, I know what's going to happen. Uh-huh. It's stupider than that. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> can No, I have, to, I have to save that for later. Um, so this scene ends with Daenerys saying, hey, Jon, I haven't given you permission to leave. I'm in love with you. And then Jon says, I don't need your permission. I'm a king. And then she says, "Trust trust me. And then she says, yes. And then, that's the end, and then Jon Royce is saying, hey, the king in the north should be in the north, and I hate Jon Snow now. Oh my god. The, yeah, we get a scene of Sansa being, like, a totally competent, like, ruler of
1: the north, and it's just a bunch of idiots going, hey, Jon, the, like, they have fucking no object permanence. They're like, Jon, not here.
0: In, in, north. In out no, of
1: north. King in north. No, north. No king. No, yeah. king, no king. No king in... <laughs> And then Santa's like, please, please, my lords, he is the king of the
0: north, and you voted for him. Or whatever. Hey, let's not- let's maybe not lead an open rebellion against John because he left the castle grounds for a fucking minute. And then
1: some other guy's like, yeah, we should've voted for Santa Stark, the true-born daughter, little fellow.
0: Hey, why didn't we vote for a Stark? What?
1: Who- who been messing in me brain?
2: So also-
0: lords! lords! <laughs> And then, meanwhile, Arya's is watching, and she's like, "I don't like the looks of this, Governor." And she's, <laughs> she's watching like, like she's scary. like crikey, mate. <laughs> <laughs> she pulls out a needle, and she's like, "Put another shrimp on the barbie, mate." Now
1: this is a knife. Um, and it's like the <laughs> dragon glass. <laughs> so, yeah. so everyone's mad that they didn't vote for Sansa, and Sansa, Sansa does ev- like all she does is everything right. Like she's like please like he's like defending John or whatever, and then the next scene Arya comes up and she's like, "Hey, those guys were mean. Why don't we kill them with murder?"
0: Hey, this is Mother and Father's chambers. Remember in the books and they they
1: did like a fuck, and, and they, <laughs> nice just walks in like, "Yo, what's up?" And Kate, look, Catlin, Yo, what's like, up? Callan got her titties out and she's like, "Give me this note for my sister." <laughs> And they yeah, just like standing by the window with his dick in the breeze for like the. it's <laughs>
0: like, my m- lady, you're you're heaving breasts, and then she's like, he, he delivered my eight hundred children, and also your cum's <laughs> dripping down my thigh, and I <laughs> love it. Your
2: your private cups, my lady. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's
0: so funny. Anyway, uh, can I? Okay, so I need to just like I need to go over. The cool conversation, hey, you know how the most, probably the most anticipated Stark reunion is, like, probably Arya and John, maybe, but, like, also probably Arya and Sansa and, like, the fandom? Um, So after they had that big reunion the last episode and they were, like, best friends and everything, here's the the next conversation they have. Mm -hmm. This is Mother and Father's Chambers. And? Nothing. Don't do that. What? Say what you mean. You always liked nice things. It made you feel better than everybody. And that's Arya being like, you, you, you like a, you like a woman thing, Governor. <laughs> for girls, like they, they, they're
1: actually like incapable of just writing something nice. It's like, drama. Like Arya literally just showed up to start shit for no reason.
0: It's. Like <laughs> you you put two women in a room. You know, I mean, right.
2: what do you, what, what you? It's me. a guy. <laughs> yeah, am I just... right? Like
0: women, <laughs> to be shopping.
1: Like cool. Like what you, you gotta oh, do you? Oh to yeah. Can't, can't live with him. Can't live without him. You know what I say?
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: No. It's like just like hey, gotta. Uh, a woman, women on top. Women, women on top. Sometimes they're the ladies and the men. It's like they're just like
0: whoa, one's from uh, one planet and the other's not. Like what are you gonna do? I mean, it's at least at least this. That was this is kind of a rare miss, and they're good character. There are strong women like Gilly in this episode who are very much respected later on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, Arya's like, women things are weak, and um, then she brings up that they were insulting John, and then Arya's like, hey, what if we behead um, Lord Glover and Royce? Um, and this story is real. I know we say it all the time, but this story is just a fucking lazy susan every episode where it just rotates killing is good and the next episode hey what if war was bad and then it's killing is good again and then because remember the first two episodes how it was like oh wow maybe aria is coming to terms with like the fucking entire feast of crows books about it's, how maybe it's, war has consequences it's like
1: those, you know those magnets that you can put on the fridge and just say words on them and you make funny sentences it's like they yeah. just
0: mix it up and throw
1: it at the wall and then that's the plot for the next episode like Arya, murder North Lords. Got it. Okay, put mm-hmm. that in. Get it. Make sure you get it in there.
0: Well then the conversation really picks up because Arya says, Hey, if John doesn't come back, they'll get work together to give you what you really want. And then Sansa says, How could you say such a horrible thing? And then Arya gets really close and epic, and she says, You're thinking it right now, Gov. You don't want to be, but the thought just won't go away. And it's very epic and scary, and then the Sansa storms. Sansa
1: off. has shown absolutely no like desire. To, to take the, the rule away from John at all. Like, all she's done is do everything correctly and good, and do her she's best. She's been literally as passive as possible. While still doing, like,
0: the best of her abilities and doing absolutely nothing wrong. But Littlefinger smirk at her for eight episodes in a row. Mm. Remember and
1: remember like, how in the books Littlefinger always gets away with shit because he's always, like, smiling and, like, tiny and, like, unassuming, and everyone's like, oh, that card Littlefinger in his funny clothes. <laughs> But he's the, just small potatoes, he's not that important. But in the in the show, he's fucking constantly twirling his mustache in a dark corner and holding a big round cartoon bomb, and like <laughs> everyone just lets him be there.
0: It's good. Hey, remember how um in season four, Sansa um sees Littlefinger kill Lysa Aaron, the Lady of the Vale, and all of the Veil vale Lords fucking hate Peter Baelish and they love Sansa. And they rallied explicitly for Sansa and they just said that in this scene. And Sansa could reveal that at any moment and they would kill little she's things not and gonna, consolidate not, all her power. She's not gonna reveal it till episode seven. She's a, not a Stark. She's uh not, that's what it is.
1: She's she's a she's a Lannister still. Remember? Sandra Bolton. Sandra, Sandra Bolton Lannister.
0: Alright, okay. well enough of that. Enough of this shit. Let's get to the good stuff. So it's broad daylight and we're outside the red keep and Tyrion and Tyrion's gonna get smuggled in by Davos. God, And then, so, Tyrion's first ashore without any disguise or anything like that, wearing, like, his royal clothes. Um, Remember when everyone
1: he, wears black now?
0: Like, the Night's Watch? That's, yeah, but it's, like...
1: That's why no one cares John deserved because everyone's in the Night's Watch now. We're gonna everyone's in
0: the Night's Watch. What if it was called the Night's nice Watch? Remember that? That was so much nicer. <laughs> it was 50 episodes ago. Yeah. And I missed those that, days. We I was honestly... Out. Yeah. I, re- I remember, I saw, like, the Jorah is just wearing all black now, and I was thinking that David Benioff would be like, well, it shows that he's actually fighting for the realm now, and he's going beyond the wall, which is what Gior Mormont would have wanted. And that's how <laughs> why, David why Benioff was, sounds. Why was he British? I don't know, because it's like... It's not a racist accent. So <laughs> yeah, true, true, Just gonna stay safe, and, like... Um, so Tyrion gets out of the boat, and immediately announces... He pulls out a megaphone, and out loud he announces... When I was here last, I killed my father, Tywin Lannister. And then Davos, um, he honks his clown nose, and he says, <laughs> Yeah, when I was last here, you killed my only son. <laughs> and then um, and then uh, they, they say nothing about it, and then Davos says, Anyways, Davos here's a secret passage. Garsh. garsh, Scoob! And <laughs> then... <laughs> Dude, what if Goofy and Scooby-Doo met? That'd be so fucked up.
1: That's basically what like that's what the season is. What if Goofy and Scooby-Doo <laughs> were in a room together?
0: Wow. Wow, it's foreshadowing. Hey, what remember if Scooby-Doo how Scooby-Doo th- was a Tarkarian? <laughs> <laughs> remember two fucking episodes ago when Tyrion invented the toilet and sewers and he knew the secret toilet way into Casterly Rock so they could storm the castle without killing anybody or whatever? And then Tyrion and Davos know a secret way into the Red Keep that they could storm without killing anybody, and they just use it to go say hi to Jamie and leave.
1: So what, like, uh, they have to meet in the, the basement with all the dragon skulls, because they, cool skull they, they already made the set, and they're not going to use it one time. So then Bronn's, like, leading Jamie there. He's like, we're going to practice swords down here, eh, Gov? And then Jamie's like, no, we're not, I don't like you. And then he's like, look, here's your little brother, goodbye. And did they say words? Because like I retain none of it.
0: No, yeah, they said words. Um, Tyrion says, "Jamie, I know that you, my best friend, who we've ne- who've never had any interpersonal issues ever, and you openly still trust me. I know that you would never agree to meet me." And then Jamie's mad in this scene because he read the script and he found out that he's supposed to not like Tyrion after all. Mm-hmm. And remember when Tyrion last episode was randomly at the big dragon battle, and he explicitly watched Jamie charge Drogon and get thrown into the water. Yeah. He, he didn't talk to Jamie then. But he knew he was alive. He knew that he was alive. I guess he did he waited around to see him emerge half a mile away, but then knew that he was alive in King's Landing. And knew that he would because Braun, he talked to Braun who was at the red he was at the fight, Big Dragon. Yeah. It makes sense. It's good. So then Jamie says, I told Braun that if I ever see you again I'll cut you in half. <laughs>
1: It's been a long day Thank you, my friend And that song plays and then they look in each other's eyes And it's sad because they're brothers and,
0: and Tyrion says, I've been on trial for being a dwarf all my life I and milked then, my eel into a pot of turtle <laughs> stew And then Tyrion says, hey, did you know that there's there's fuck crabs that help you fuck? And then I hears Daenerys' terms, but I'm going to cut away So that Brooks doesn't get mad at how stupid they are and Does then, he like, um, not say them? He's like, and here's Danny's terms, and then we go to Davos going through Flea Bottom.
1: Davos goes through Flea Bottom, and he goes to the exact place where Gendry worked in Season 1. And then he goes, hey, Gendry, I thought you'd still be rowing. It's a funny Reddit meme. It's, it's like, I, th- this is, I hate this so much. <laughs> because it's like, you, like... For, like this should not be a series where you break the fourth wall to me. It's it's,
2: it's you immersive. know
1: it like like it's good sometimes, but for this series, no. And also, like it's the laziest kind. Like uh, yeah. it's just them saying like, "Hey, remember this like weird plot hole?" Yes. Anyway.
0: <laughs> Like yeah, we're in on it. We're in You're not it. supposed made, to like the sand snakes.
1: <laughs> we, we made it bad on purpose.
0: Anyway, Gendry, anyways, I'm deactivating my Twitter.
1: <laughs> Gendry's here, and he's like, "Hey, what's up, Davis? Um, I made this big hammer <laughs> because my dad, uh, Ronnie Baratherman, was like my favorite guy ever, and I want to be just like him." neglectful dad I love who never dad, made an effort to see me once who abandoned me and I my dad who anytime his friends came to see me they mysteriously ended up dead That dad yeah he's my favorite and I'm gonna fight just like cool dad
0: and also I know that the Lannisters killed him and I and he knows that
1: the Lannisters killed him even though no one else in the world knows that and Ned Stark knew that and he died.
0: Anyways, so David Benioff, David
1: Dan Weiss, they explain um, the... That-
0: Warg of the Week, when
1: Ned Stark died, he warged into Gendry's bull helm, and then Gendry put it on, and he got brain powers, like Professor X, and then he knew all the things that Ned Stark <laughs> knew. Work of
0: the Week. What if he got a... What if Jon Snow died, and he warged into Gendry's bull helm, and then he put it on, and then he knew nothing. Jon Snow. That, that would be so fun, Jon Snow. Jon Snow doesn't know anything. Hey, who? Who the f- who the fuck ever said that to him? Who? I guess probably like Catelyn said it to like be mean because like she's like totally she's mean to Jon Snow because to women. women. She, she
1: said my <laughs> biggest fear is that my son will be usurped by a boy who knows nothing. And then <laughs>
0: uh, Reese Bolton said yes. And then <laughs> Reese Bolton said nice trash wheel. Anyways, <laughs> David Benioff says Gendry has played an important role in more than one of the main characters on the show. Who? So it was a question of not if to bring Gendry back. But just how to do it, and then he like, realized. They have to be bringing him back to die, right?
1: I mean, it's, it's like ep- Gendry is definitely a character that would die on this show, where
0: anyone can die,
1: and I it'll make you this, and it'll make you sad.
0: I think this season, Brian Cogman went back and started reading like the first hundred pages of a Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Um, just judging on like the things that he tries to adapt, um, and I think that he saw that it was like, oh, Robert smashed in Rhaegar's chest with a warhammer. That sounds cool as fuck. What if we had a guy that did... Like, he, he made swords for a living, but he is, doesn't know it, how to swing it's, it's one. So,
1: it's so fucking cool, though.
0: It's really fucking... And it's not, at like, it's not like, pointed to cave-in chest armor or anything. It's just you just hit him with a big Paper Mario hammer. Mm-hmm. And, and he presses... He, like, timed it right to get a critical hit on the guards. Yeah, it's the big Rolf hammer from Ed, Ed, and Eddie. <laughs> And, um... So... So did you know that Davos could, according to David Benioff, Davos could either be twiddling his thumbs waiting for Tyrion to get back, or he could go find the guy who ended up being, like, a surrogate son to him.
1: Remember when Davos has 19 sons and a wife? <laughs> and many of them are still alive?
0: Hey, when the fuck was D-
1: Gendry Davos's surrogate son? He was nice to him once. He was nice to him once, um... He saved him from being, like, ritual murdered once,
0: so I guess that's his,
1: his dad now.
0: But the thing is, Davos thinks hey. it's hilarious when his son gets burned to death. Hey, Dadvos. Dadvos. Hey, hey, what do you what do you call it when um? Hey, that feel when you're trying to go to a sleepover and you ask your mom, your if she <laughs> if you can go and she says no, and then you ask your Dothraki dad, and then dad, Dadvos, Dadvos, dad, dad says no. In you, Dothraki vos. I, I knew you would get there. Did you get my my seven-dimensional chess riddle? You, you, you,
1: you can't imagine to begin to interpret the chaos that that riddle took you down. Two paths diverged in the woods and
0: one all led to a joke. All possible setups are happening and all possible punchlines. All possible jokes led to that path and none of them were
1: funny. I've read every joke book. I've read all the goofs and gaggles on every popsicle stick at the once and none of them have ever <laughs> made me laugh.
0: Oh, man, this show sucks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's a, um, so, so, so Davos
1: hates the sun. Pretty, pretty, pretty much what happens is Davos shows up and Gendry goes, alright, I gotta have it. Let's go
2: kill some
0: fucking <laughs> White Walkers. He wrote the fucking script! It's so stupid! He literally, he shows up and, he, and he's like... Hey are you the guy that the hero's journey? I'm supposed to go with you, tight. Anyways, got my got my bag, I pack it every day. Um I don't know who it's for, but I always knew that I'd know if I read the script and I came back in season seven that you'd be here and I'm going with you. And he does. And then they go back
1: to the ship in broad daylight, and then they talk about dicks for ten and a half hours.
0: They're packing up, and then some red cloaks show up for the first time in five years. And then Davos says, hey, your name is Clovis, and you're my son. <laughs> you're my son. Wouldn't it be, like, really, like, a cool character moment for even the character who I hate more than anything if he, like, named him one of his sons instead of calling him fucking Clovis? Um, anyways, Davos uses his fucking charm to pay a boat tax, and then the red cloaks are like, hey, what's in the boat since... And in this scene, it's illegal for anybody to have a weapon, I guess. So they're like, oh, no, what if they know that we have a weapon with I, us? Um, so Davos' idiot son, Bingus,
1: is standing there. And then he pulls back the, like, he convenient. this was conveniently set up where the hammer perfectly fit in this boat for two people. And he pulls it over and he's like, look, it's fermented crab and it gives you a big boner when you eat it. But it takes him, like, five minutes to say it. And he's, like, describing, like, the girth and veins of your boner when you eat it
0: yeah he's literally smuggling drugs he's smuggling um, dick drugs dick drugs that like you use in a in a brothel and then like you you give a man a shrimp and then he gets he, he Davos says funny joke where he puts a p- penis poke a hole and they chain mail funny
1: so then the guards um eat it and they go mm, yummy they're they're like, oh I'm horny now and Davos is like well you better go leave and fuck or else your dick's gonna blow up or something and then t- <laughs> like and my go, son and this is this is not like editorializing this is not like me making a goof on the show. Tyrion just walks down the stairs where they were th- right through them.
0: In br- like, this is 3pm. At, at broad daylight. He's like, oh, me scusi, me scusi and he just like walks <laughs> through them. and bumps Tyrion them does a way. fucking somersault off the ledge. Says, and oh, then the red pr- cloaks pr- applaud and he says I'm Tyrion, thanks. And and they say they say oh god you look like
1: Tyrion Lannister. And he says uh, no, that's not me. My name is Prongy Spingus and then mm, <laughs> Gendry just fucking murders two dudes with a hammer in the head. Next week's Patreon message should be for Prongy Spingus. Prongy Spingus Mingus Redus, Prongy <laughs> Bingus, who who cares. And then they all just leave and Davos doesn't take his money
0: back from the guards that he just lost 30 gold dragons to. That's a lot of money. Hey, did you This is not on topic at all, but you just said a funny name and it reminded me of it. And we have time. Um, I was in Target yesterday, and I I saw the book Heaven is for Real. And by Brungo Prungus? (laughs) That kid's actual name is Todd Burpo.
1: (laughs) I thought his name was Bringy (laughs) Mungus. Who who am I thinking of?
0: I think you're thinking of a funny Tumblr edit. Okay, it must be, because... (laughs) No, yeah.
2: his no, his, da- his is dad good, is
0: Brumbo-Tungus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and what's his name? Brumbo-Mungus?
0: <laughs> Please give us money for saying funny words once a week. <laughs> and
1: really, what's his, what's his birth name? Because it was still funny.
0: I mean, no, wait, the kid's name is Colton Burpo.
1: Okay, that's still good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Todd Burpo is the dad who wrote down his son's lie and made a million dollars out of it.
1: This episode should just... We're just gonna call this episode Heaven is for Real. (laughs)
0: Please. We're gonna be in a protracted legal battle with fucking Todd Burpo. (laughs) All of your Patreon dollars are gonna be going towards this legal battle.
1: Marvel versus Burpo. (laughs) This is my new game I'm working
0: on. Yeah, so Gendry Badass kills two of them and then leaves the bodies of both Lannister soldiers just out in the open in their favorite secret spot that they never want to be revealed. Mm -hmm. Um... So anyways, Jaime is there, and and leaves Cersei's chambers, and it'll never amount to anything. And uh, he says, hey, hey, Cersei, I met with I met with Tarum. And oh, Tyr- <laughs> Cersei says, I know everything that happens in King's Landing all the time, idiot. All the um, time? All the fu- time. Who the fuck is Gendry? And then Tyrion says, the army of the dead is coming, I've seen them. And Daenerys wants an armistice, and Tyrion will give proof. Mm-hmm and oh, Tyrion's it like it, it's good that he, that uh, Tyrions in the red keep because now i think that accommodating daenerys will be good uh and then and then, then Cersei says um
1: to Jamie how girl get pregnant how was mm-hmm. formed and Jamie Jamie says like it comes from instain when girl and she's like no i'm Pregante. and then Jamie says uh-oh well who's the father and she says i'm going to tell everyone it's you I can't wait for everybody to fucking clap. Hey, remember um,
0: all of everything that Elsa ever happened and how no one liked that? Yeah, remember, like, this is fundamentally the base reality of the entire fucking thing. Is that people care about this. They, they don't, though. Remember when there no. was, like, a riot in King's Landing and, like, people were calling Tommen an abomination in season five and, like, fucking gold cloaks had to keep people from ripping this little boy apart. Because remember, he was born remember of when the
1: people of King's Landing ripped apart like the King of God because they had no bread. It's, they re- they like how it is now though. They threw
0: they threw yucky tomatoes at like f-
1: at brown ladies, so it's good.
0: Uh, can I read the um, the worst sentence ever uh, journalismed uh, that why, the AV club why, review did? Why not? Um, here's in the A minus review from the AV Club for this week. Um, it will make you not believe in freedom of the press anymore. Um, but here's the review that somebody got paid money to uh, read, or to write, and publish, and put their name on. I don't know why, but all of the sudden, I find myself hoping Cersei gives birth to a dwarf. That's mm-hmm. if she's actually pregnant by Jamie in the traditional sense, as opposed to the Melisandre sense. Could she give live birth to a dragon of her own? Uh, I mean, no, I, I, I
1: if you gave me that shit, I would deny it.
0: No, yeah, like, I would. It, I, I would be like, I'm really sorry. I was busy all day, and like, I didn't really have time to work on one. Like, if anything,
1: like, that's definitely Game of Thrones random sentence generator. Yeah.
0: Cersei gave birth to a dwarf and it's a punishment because people with physical disabilities bad and then she's pregnant with Shadow Baby because that happened once and then she gives birth to Dragon because that's how Dan- Daenerys did, I think, gave birth to three dragons because she's the mother. That's how they do it. This
1: is how we do it. And then like a demon comes out of her belly and it's And, like, then, I
0: ca- it's and me, then I cash Tyrell. a fucking $50,000 check from the AV club. A A minus, A minus. Can we please finish this episode? Well, that's. I mean, the rest of the scene good because there's eight episodes left of Game of Thrones, and then Jamie says, "It's just like Dad said. The lion doesn't concern himself with the opinions of sheep." And then they make out, and there's eight they, episodes they, left, and Jamie they, loves Cersei
1: they fully. Kiss on the mouth. Jamie, Jamie pulls, pulls in Cersei a... to kiss because yeah, they have a baby now. Remember when Joffrey was a spurt of
0: seed? Hey, the thing though is, I mean, like Robert loves Gendry now. It's good. Um, but, the th- it's,
2: it's good. Mm-hmm. I forgot. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: I got
1: so mad I forgot. <laughs> it happens. Um, dads, Ned Stark is a good dad. Robert Baratheon, very good dad. Jamie, best dad. Best dad.
0: Super it's, it's, jumbo.
1: it's, 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 it's of the dad, dad brains, like Ned Stark is the tiniest one. Uh-huh. And then Stannis, and then
0: Robert, and then Jamie is the galaxy brain. Yeah,
1: in terms of how good
0: they are and how much oh, they love the children. I remember. I just remember this fucking sweet ass. Okay, so here's the thing, Eddie. You're watching the. You're watching Game of Thrones, and Something you're like, like "Wow, that. wow, Jamie, Jamie and Cersei. Wow, they're really true love. True love. Wow, true love waits. And um, but wouldn't it be like really fucking shocking if like. Then Jamie like hated her and killed her. It would be so shocking.
1: It must like for for. I mean, she blew up God and everyone, and he's like cool with it with wildfire. Which if there's one thing about Jamie Lannister, you gotta know, he loves that.
0: You gotta know,
1: he loves his favorite thing is blowing up King's Landing with wildfire. Is is on his likes.
0: I think the uh, only right people next, right next to Little Green Ghouls is blowing up <laughs> King's Landing with wildfire. Who do you think loves wildfire more, Jamie or the Hound? I mean, the Hound can do fire magic now. That's right. He is a Christian. Mm-hmm.
1: But also, Jamie just can't, he just can't stop fucking
0: his sister. I mean, he just he loves Cersei. Um. Hey, so uh, Gendry meets Jon in Dragonstone now, mm-hmm. and then Davos is like, "Hey, you're Clovis. That's your name." And then Gendry says, "I'm brave, and there's only one good kind of masculinity, and it's the kind that everybody that's bad does." And yeah, do you remember how Gendry has like never fought anyone, and he killed two guys in the back of the head. But he's gonna be like super awesome at fighting zombies. He has my favorite Daenerys line in this episode, where mm-hmm. um, where Davos says, "You're not a soldier," and Gendry says, "But I'm a fighter."
1: You know how in the in the books when someone says like I'm not a knight or I'm no sir, and it means something. No, this is this is that, but the opposite because it doesn't. It's just words.
0: Yeah, and then Gendry says, "Hey, my dad's, your dads, are, our dads are friends." And Kit Harrington, you're short. <laughs> funny and joke. He's, he's, Kit, Kit
1: Harnamand Har- says, "Hey, hey, Gondor, I thought you were bigger." And then Gondor says, "Hey, Kit, Kit, I thought you were taller." And then he says, "Our dads were friends, so we should be friends too." But it's funny because their dads actually k- killed the dad, the real dad.
0: And then Timur and the Majora could reconnect, and t- Timur Timbolt says he missed him. And then t- Timbol gives Majora the Labia Majora the coin from the slaver in season five, and he says it's a good coin for good luck. And I can't wait for the Night King to stab Jorah Mormont in the chest next episode, only to and, be saved by the coin. And the
1: coin blocks it.
0: Yeah, and the Bible be- that he picked up at the Citadel. Uh huh. It's gonna be very good. And then they just leave, and they're at Eastwatch, right? Well, I mean, John shows up in the and the Jorah makes sad cuck face and then he kisses Daenerys' hand and then John says, "I wish you good fortune in the wars to come." And that, somebody, in
1: the- fuck that, that was me because this is uh, people have said this five times and it only ever comes up in the show and it's so obviously D and D trying to get a memorable Game of Thrones line in, but they yeah. don't know how words work.
0: Like, yeah, remember, the season five premiere was called The Wars to Come, and it's it was Mance Raider's last words. And, like, three people said it in that episode, and it never appears in the books ever. Anyway. Yeah, it's definitely them trying to be like, "Where I'm the George now. And you know there's
1: a t- fucking T-shirt that says it, like, in, in just big block letters. It says, I, I bid you good fortune in The Wars to Come. And then, in, anonymous, it's credited to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they, they literally sell a shirt that says... You think that top knot's fooling anyone? The Hound.
1: They, every episode, it's like just a sentence that someone says. It'll like t- today you go on an HBO show and you're gonna be like, "My son's name is Clovis," and there's gonna be a fucking like tank top <laughs> that says that on it. <laughs> Man, re-
2: remember, <laughs>
1: remember how at one point there were character sections, and it was like Jon Snow, um, like, uh, are there other characters? Arya Stark. Khaleesi and
0: Hodor. Hodor is still a section, confirmed. Okay, thank you. So Jon and Jorah leave and Tyrion Daenerys stay. And then Sam's writing down scrolls in the Citadel and Gilly's oh talking. God, oh
2: my god, oh my god, I forgot!
0: Women be talking, am I right, fellas? Or are you just trying to copy some scrolls and your girlfriend's talking about how many steps there are in certain buildings we all... Uh, Eddie Murphy Raw 1985 Special. women. Oh, yeah,
1: so Gilly is like reading a book, and it's just like facts that no one cares about. And she's like, "This." She's reading an Uncle John's bathroom reader. Yeah, and she's like, "This building has one million steps, and then this building has a thousand windows." And Sam's like, "Fuck off, idiot." And then she says, also for some reason, in between these, like, stats that no one cares about, she's like, hey, this guy named Ragger got his marriage annulled secretly in Dorne.
0: That's not... I will also just want to clarify, that's not, like, that's not that's that's funny not he our, got that's, his pronunciation. That's not
1: us saying people's names wrong. She reads his name as Ragger. It's says, Gilly being funny, stupid girl. It's Gilly being funny, stupid girl, but she knows the thing. And then, um... Remember how Rhaegar Targaryen had his marriage consummated and he had t- two children and then he secretly got it an old? Hey. Remember how do you remember how fucking much these two idiots hate the Martell family? Hey.
0: Hey. 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 One thing you got to fucking know about royal marriages that have been consummated is that you could just annul them? You can just
1: get rid of them in secret, but also make it legal, and then someone writes it in a book of stabs.
0: And it's so it's cool because Rhaegar, the good guy, I guess, just decided to make Aegon and Rhaenys bastards mm-hmm. um, now, mm-hmm. which is cool. Um, also, the thing when I'm an archmaester, when I'm when I'm maester, I'm I'm archmaester when I'm maester. Uh-huh. What I like to do is I like to go. Um, conduct secret ceremonies um, that are secret, but are also doesn't, a matter of public record. And also, the, the it faith, only matters if it's public, because the point of it would be public. Doesn't the
1: faith marry people? Who? the, the God.
0: It doesn't matter. Well, no, because you see... Um, Tyrion and Sansa married under the High Septon and under, like, uh, all the High Lords and everything, and they got the High High Septon's blessing. But then Tyrion later said, "Uh uh-uh. And then now they're not married. And then Sansa got married again. And then Sansa said, "Uh uh-uh. And then she wasn't.
1: I I gotcha. Okay, it makes sense.
0: Anyway, this Um, is really
1: how they're gonna do, like, the biggest
0: whatever, who cares. Take it up with George. Um, So, then Sam's like... Ugh. Anyways, I hate you, Gilly. Remember how Gilly's entire life has been a hor- has been just like horrific abuse, and her ability to read is the one skill that she can be proud of. And Sam, remember hates when her she for was it?
1: saying all these things to Sam and like smiling and like being happy about it because she can like know knowledge now and isn't like being like abused by her father. Remember? I mean, it's. um, But Sam gets mad because someone said no to him once And then he leaves He just drops out of college
0: Yeah he's like The secret to defeating the Night King could be here But I have to do a job So I'm going to take you and me And our 25 year old child And I'm going to give him a book And then we're going to go to this forbidden section With the set of keys that I have And then I'm going to leave the Citadel But it's really dark and then I'm tired of reading about the achievements of better men, reading is for cowards, I'm Samuel Tarley. oh Oak George R R Martin. Remember how Gilly says you always dreamed of being a maester?
1: Who? Gil, Gilly says he, he dreamed of being a maester like but he in the in the books it's like he didn't want to cuz he hates blood and his father always said it was like a thing that was beneath him and like serving people was like for cowards and women and stuff. Remember when Sam stole Heartsbane? Remember when Sam stole Heartsbane and no one cares? Stole Heart's the Hey, remember Remember how there's it's like eight th- Valyrian steel swords yeah. in the world and Sam has one of them and no one cares? Good thing that they haven't brought up the importance of Valyrian steel this season at all. Mm-hmm. And this like magical properties and it's rarity and what it can do to zombies and anything. Remember when John killed a white walker with a Valyrian steel blade and he hasn't told anyone? That was badass. It was cool. Hey, do why think- why didn't he get everyone with the Valyrian steel blade to be like, what's up, let's go
0: kill him? That would be good. Because he has has to... Well, first of all, he has to eat his Pussy, and then he has to go, and he has to go to every single person in Westeros, and he has to look at them very bored, and he has to say, I saw the Night King. I saw him. The dead, the army of the dead is real. They're marching on the wall. (laughs) Right? (laughs) They've they've
1: been marching for four seasons. And Sam is going to get to Winterfell next episode.
0: Yeah, there's... I don't know, like... There's no Warg of the Week big enough to explain, like, maybe north of the wall there's just a fucking slow treadmill that's going the other direction that Brandon <laughs> the Builder built to keep them away, and that's why it's taking them so long to... Actually, that one's pretty fucking good. That's just good, if you think about it. There's, it's like, fucking... there's like, one of those airport, like, conveyor belts. Yeah, exactly.
1: But whatever yeah. way, whatever way you walk is the other other way. That's, like, the curse
0: of it. Warg of the Week. The other way. Like, the other... The other way. It writes itself. So, Littlefinger in Winterfell. Oh my god, can we please finish this episode? <laughs> he's, wh- he's whispering to Alice Carr Stark. Okay. And it's very spooky and badass epic. And, and then
1: Ar- Arya's watching. Arya watches him and then he she gives him a note and Littlefinger hides it in his room and leaves and then Arya goes and does a big lockpick. She takes a big modern day lockpick out and she picks the door.
0: Yeah, she does the fucking Fallout
1: 3 lockpicking minigame. And then she it's a she her lockpicking skill is high enough so she gets in and then she looks around Littlefinger's room and she finds in hidden in his bed is a letter, perfectly maintained in pristine condition that Sansa wrote in episode one, telling Rob to, like, surrender because Cersei had her prisoner, and then Arya finds and puts it away, and then she leaves, but Littlefinger was lodging the whole time from the shadows.
0: Um, and yeah, this wasn't, like, uh, this is apparently Littlefinger leading her along the entire time, according to D.B. Uh, Weiss, um, and he explains that, um... Littlefinger wants Arya and Sansa's sister bond to be stopped because that boxes him out from influencing Sansa. Oh. And this will, this will lead to Arya lashing out at Sansa because now Arya, who doesn't know Sansa at all, thinks that she hates Rob, even though it, actually she does, thinking about this season. Um, and then he also says that Arya, is it, Arya hasn't dealt with Littlefinger in a while. Um, they've never seen each other. They've never met right. each other before. How many, how many, a fucking, like, non-Euclidean amount of Emmys. Mm-hmm. It's good. And we're, we're not done yet, because um, then John goes to Eastwatch, and um, Tormund is there, and I guess Eastwatch is just Tormund, huh? It looks yeah. pretty much completely fucking unmanned. You know what, uh, even though you said Tormund and the Wildlands go there, it's just Tormund. Yeah, he was like, looks like we're the knights Watch now, and then nobody followed him. No, he just left, yeah. And then Tormund asks if, um, funny big woman is coming, and, um, John says no, and then he makes sad, sad face. Um, but couldn't
2: they just, couldn't they just, like,
0: find somebody who's about to, like, die, or, like, somebody who's condemned to death, and, like, put them in a cell, and then, like, kill them, and then, like, you get reanimated in the cell, that would be good, then, but um,
1: in, in instead, um, the hound is there, and he's sad.
0: <laughs> the hound is there, and Sandor is sleeping in the dark with his scar that everybody knows, uh, facing away from John. Uh-huh. And John sees a like the pile of blankets that he's under, and says, That's "I know, the you. hound. I saw you, you went at Winter- to Winterfell. I saw
1: you at Winterfell once, even though the, every time John saw him, he was wearing his gigantic hound helm from season uh-huh. one. And I
0: w- do you guys remember season one this season? And
1: then who got like people got mad at each other for no reason? Like Jorah was mad at someone. I got us like honestly didn't hate it, What? I don't because I don't remember
0: because it. Because it was actually I mean this is what they're saying like oh wow it's this ragtag band of people with old grievances
1: oh but like um, this is Tormund how
0: was, this is how fucking everything should be.
1: Tormund was mad at Jorah right because Jorah Mormont's his dad because. Because
0: yeah, Jor Mormont haunted or hunted wildlings, and then sense. like it,
1: it does make sense. Like
0: yeah, and Gendry's like, hey, don't trust the fucking Brotherhood because the last time I was with them, they sold me to this red witch who tried to kill me, which <laughs> is cool continuity. And then Thoros is even like, oh Jorah, I remember you from the Greyjoy Rebellion. Um,
1: <laughs> I like how like Tormund's like, he, your father killed all our men, like butchered them like pigs,
0: and then Gendry's like, hey,
1: this lady put leeches on my dick. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then um Barrack says there's a greater purpose at work here and the Christian god is real and then Hound the Hound says shut up I'm <laughs> not really just <this> more." <laughs> where's
1: the chicken? The Hound says where's the chicken? And then the camera zooms in on John's face and he says what are we? some kind of suicide squad? And then they all <laughs> they all walk out as like Fortunate Son plays in the background. There's uh-huh. They all they, then it's like a dramatic shot of them in like cool like fighter pose like like, Power Ranger, uh, alignment. Like, walking out towards, out into the cold north, and then John looks back at the camera, and then he winks at it. And they have no food, they have no horses, they have no supplies, they have no cage to catch, uh, a white in. And they're gone. Mm, and so the episode ends. It's good. Two more.
0: They're gonna be the longest ones yet. I mean, next week is just gonna be fucking Move Over hard home. Mm-hmm. It's, like, next week's episode, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, I do, it sucks. I mean, at least it's, like, I don't know, things
1: happen, whatever. I mean,
0: here's a, official Broglesby predictions. Jorah's going to die. Gendry's not. Hound's not. Jon's not. Beric's going to die, but then Thoros is going to resurrect him so the audience remembers. Thoros will probably die. Hope Tormund dies. So who? Um, who's your... Um, I, w- I want to get to... I'm going to take a, a quick poll. Brooks, who do you think is going to die next episode? There's no limit, but who do you think is going to die? Jorah. Okay. Um, I just I think I'm I I think I'm being unrealistic because they love the ship so much that they actually wouldn't do it because characters have more fucking plot armor on this show than any other show in the world. Mm-hmm. But uh, Tormund. So Jorah and Tormund are your guys? No, no, I take it back. Tormund's okay. not going to fucking die. They love it too much. Uh-huh. Jorah's going to die, and then Beric's going to die, but then Thoros is going to resurrect him. Okay. Kim.
1: Who do you think is going to die, of the guys who went north, who do you think is going to die next episode?
2: Mm. It's
1: Jon Snow, Tormund, Gendry, Jorah, the Hound, Beric, and Thoros.
2: I think all the White Walkers are
1: going to just die. Okay. I think, because that seems like it would probably be the best ending of a show. There's still another season, remember that. uh Uh-huh. So (laughs) all the
0: White Walkers are going to die next episode. Mm -hmm. And and then um, the next seven, six episodes are just John's happen, in it. And, and then I this. think John's gonna die. I think Tormund's gonna die. I
1: think Jorah's gonna die. I think <laughs> everybody's just gonna die. Who else? Like they're not gonna kill each other. They're all just gonna Ugh! like.
2: Gendry's uh, gonna die. Gendry, Barric,
1: and Thoris.
2: All of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Thoros is gonna die, mm-hmm. and um, Ghost is gonna appear, and he's gonna die. <laughs> Ghost <laughs> is just gonna show up
1: and die immediately.
2: I think all the White Walkers are going to die before they even get there. And then I think our group of, of boys are going to just die, too.
1: Like, of cold?
0: Yeah, like, we're just like, Meh, I'm dead. <laughs> I have to die. Now. <laughs> the yeah. Hound's going to be digging a grave, which is his favorite hobby, gonna... and then Ghost oh, is really going to really jump good. into it. It's going to be very good. Hey, wouldn't it? Hey, remember how the only thing we know about um, the White Walkers, besides the shitty fucking android photo cave drawings, is that they can control the undead? Wouldn't it be cool if the Nice King um, controlled Jon Snow? And he, was forced, in bed? and he was forced to fight Owen Khaleesi? That'd be really, like, dramatically satisfying. Mike, here's then, like, here's my turning just thinking about it. And, like, there's the thing where, there's the thing in the Dance with Dragons where Daenerys has the dream where, like, she's having sex, but then, like, somebody has a really cold dick.
2: Mmm. I like so it. So maybe
0: it's...
1: Hey, where the fuck is Euron? He's watching uh, Grey Worm with binoculars. Oh. Um, Kim, do you want to say those, those three words that everyone knows and loves? Those three I words. I gotta
2: poop.
0: I gotta poop. Thank you. Work of the week. Work of
2: the week.
0: Work of the week. <laughs> I gotta poop. Okay, I'll try to make it quick as <laughs> we're going along. Um, so we see in this episode that um, Sansa and Arya both picked, have both... <laughs> I mean Arya did it this episode but Sansa did it in season 5 if you recall. Both of them picked a lock in Winterfell despite mm-hmm. neither having any training on screen as to how to do that. Mm-hmm. So, um knowing that Sansa already had that ability and Arya didn't um from season 5 when they hugged, they warged into each other. And here's um it's like sort they of like a freaky they, friday. Like, okay, I was going to ask they freaky friday each other. Okay. Like Scooby-Doo like I don't know like a Massive naked funny like Freddie French Jr. joke. Okay. Um okay, so this is why, in this episode, after they've warped into each other's bodies, Arya is suddenly so mean to Sansa. Because it's actually Sansa in, like, a sort of Tyler Durden scenario where she finally gets to, like, work out all of her self-loathing, you know?
2: Mm-hmm. And be
0: like, you want to be a ruler, don't you? Because it's, like, Sansa talking to herself.
2: Oh. And
0: But, like, meanwhile, Arya is, like, finally in control of her life because she's in Sansa's body, like the Lady of Winterfell. So she just wants unity and peace in this episode. Um, and then later, so when Arya... Big air quotes, Sansa and Arya's body, recovers the letter written by real Sansa using Sansa's lockpicking ability. Mm-hmm. She's doing it to destroy the evidence of Sansa colluding with the Lannisters. And we even get a hint that this theory is true um, because um, Littlefinger hid the Sansa letter between uh, his mattresses. And if you recall, we've so, already so two found out that. Right? That's how. Yeah, and then Littlefinger puts his dick between the mattress and fucks it and uh-huh. it feels like vagina. And but the the bed is how Littlefinger smuggled Sansa away from King's Landing. Uh-huh. Because Sansa warged into the bed. Yeah. If you recall that one. So yeah, Arya worked into Sansa, Sansa worked into Arya, and they're stuck in each other's bodies.
1: And how are they gonna did they did they like return in this episode or does that have to happen?
0: No, they have to hug again, they have to make up be friends. Oh, confirmed.
1: I like it. It's good. Thanks. Um questions. If you have a question? You can email us at postgtu@gmail.com or send us an ask on our Tumblr, postgameofthronesatTumblr.com. Let's start with the anonymouses. Um, this one comes in from Nonaman, and it says, "What's your problem with Davos? Why is he the worst?" Thank you, new listener.
0: <laughs> what, did they sign a new listener, or did you just realize I, how I, they must have been a new must, listener? Must be
1: a new listener because I think that's in like our, our tagline. It's like we talk about the books are better. Also, Davos is the worst.
0: So yeah. I think someone
1: came to came to our web zone and saw that and was like, I don't like it.
0: Real answer, when I was reading the books, his chapters bored the shit out of me. Uh-huh. And um, he talks about his fucking onions and his dead sons all the fucking time. Um, and also my favorite character is Stannis, and I didn't care for Stannis my first read-through because I was so fucking bored by Davos, and then that made me mad that the Onion Bandit was so fucking um, bad that he made me almost miss out on my favorite character in fiction. And um, also, he hates his wife, and he neglects his children, and I'm tired of his shit. And he's a criminal, and I hope he dies.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's good.
0: Um, friend, friend of the show, uh, Luna
1: sent the sent it the link. It's from, uh, from Polygon dot com, and it's it uh, the episode. It's a recap of the episode, and like the headline is "Game of Thrones just assembled at Suicide Squad." So, huh. okay. so remember how I said it, and it was like a joke, but this is real. They mean it.
0: Oh, wow, that, like, it wasn't, like, a goof. Um,
1: another thing, like, a related article, It's a Sansa's note on Game of Thrones is each Eastwatch is the beginning of a dangerous game. Hey, there are eight episodes
0: left. There's eight episodes left. It's um, to be finally a true player in the Game of Thrones. Um, Anonymous asks, I love y'all. Thank
1: you. <laughs> Thanks. 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 Thanks, we love you too. Um... A friend of the show, Run the Gems, asked a question. This episode was the most mind-numbing shit, so how did The Rock's hog look as he cranked it on the HBO series Ballers? Did so he... I don't have
0: HBO. Could you please go okay, into this a little so bit?
1: So I've never seen this. I think The Rock is like a football... The show, show Ballers comes on HBO after Game of Thrones. And I think he's like a football like manager or like associate of the NFL. He's always doing like deals, I think. And from what I could... Like, I caught this... It was, like, maybe five minutes into the episode. But when I looked at it, it was framed in a way that The, the Rock was talking to, like... To, like, a sex woman on, like, FaceTime. And uh-huh. she had, like... Like, she was in, like, a, a butt... A butt holder and a boob holder. And she was wearing them and her cups were hidden. And he was like, yeah, that's nice. what He was like, I like to see that. Or whatever, like, people say when they... F- f- fuck. And then, um... <laughs> And he was, it's framed like he only, he's sitting down and you see him from the waist up and he's doing like, like a motion, like a, like a hog cranking motion under the desk or wherever he is. And then I think he took a little plastic container and he put it in a refrigerator. So I think he was getting like a a semen sample.
0: Oh, like a sperm. Like a sperm. He was collecting it. Um, I just Googled the rock masturbating to see if I could find that scene. Mm -hmm. And, um, the first result is from jezebel.com and it's probably the worst combination of words I've ever read. Um. And the title of it is Here's the rock spewing masturbation jokes on Jimmy Fallon. Good. <laughs> that that's one of those sentences that gets worse the, the longer it goes. Yeah. On. I'm just going to mute my mic for the next
1: 5 minutes and watch this. You you go ahead. Okay. Uh Targaryen loyalist taking turns at random asked a question. And this one says, why do people still like this? This isn't a joke question. I genuinely am fascinated by the millions of people who insist on believing in the delusion that this is the best story ever told. How, why? Um, like, I can I get, there's actually, like, a couple of reasons I could understand. One is if you've never read the books, and you have, like, no frame of reference to compare it to anything. Uh-huh. And also, if it's, like, not to be, like, meh, or like, derogatory about it, but if it's, like, baby's first fantasy. Like, yeah. I, then that's it. Like, I don't know how you can be, like, a serious fan of the books and like it, like, in any comparative way.
0: Yeah, I really can't get... I, I, I don't know. I, I I understand more the people who are like, oh, I don't really have favorites. I just kind of watch it because it's exciting. Because, I mean, that's, that's all the appeal is these days. But, like, people who have allegiances to characters... I don't fucking get how many people... Have been standing for Jamie in the last week, yeah. Because like, he really... I, we I, we fucking, I know we we beat it raw about Jamie Lannister, but like he hasn't done anything but love his sister, you- and then except for the time that they had her, they had him rape her. Remember um, how
1: Jamie's like the opposite of who he is now in the books, and uh, I I'm so. I'm, like, Mwah, like waiting for you to see this. There is, in episode seven, I think, <laughs> there is uh, there is someone who is, like, could not be more of the opposite, like, than they are in the books. They say a thing that is literally, like, completely, like, entire other side of the spectrum of actually who their book character is, and it's so good, and I can't
0: wait to see it. Can you just hit me with who it is? Brienne.
1: <laughs> Fucking terrific. Tight, yeah. tight, yeah. tight, 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 tight. Yeah. Cool. It's, it's amazing. Um... Tumblr user Ape of Naples asked a question. This one says, the whole internet loves the Stark reunion. A heartwarming moment between two long-lost sisters. Five seconds later, we regret to inform you the sisters are written by Benioff and Weiss. <laughs> good. It's good It's good to me. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, <laughs> Tumblr user Hamtastrophe asked a question. This one says, the show Davos even have a wife anymore. I don't know. I, don't, I, 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 I doubt her. it. He mentioned her a couple episodes ago. Did he really? I think. Right, didn't Davos say something about his wife? I uh, Maybe he said, my wife. There you go. That's the voice yeah, I mean, everyone that, knows
0: that, and loves. Mm-hmm, that's, the, that's the comedy voice. <laughs> um, the thing about Davos is that um, he isn't loyal to anybody mm-hmm. in the show. He never <laughs> liked Stannis. He never liked his son, um, but he loved John's corpse.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: He was willing to die for John's corpse, but he thinks it's hilarious that his son got blown up. Um, And he loves to pal around with his murderer. Um, So yeah, Davos um,
1: never fucked and he doesn't have a wife. Uh, Last question this week, because we've been talking about the show for 10 hours. Anonymous says, you make a good podcast. Thank you for that. I didn't watch Game of Thrones because I'm too tired, but I was wondering what music y'all have been listening to lately.
2: Oh, cool.
1: Mhm. You want to go first? Uh, yeah, you go. Okay, okay. Um I've been listening to to Run The Jewels, the good Killer Mike because he's a killer rapper, not because he actually murders people. <laughs> um G- Ghost, the like rock band that that dresses up and they play Scooby Doo music. Um I like them. And I the, a couple days ago I started listening to Vince Staples cuz he gave a funny interview. Where he was eating like hot chick hot like chicken wings and still giving an interview and he seemed funny so I listened to his to his rap music that sounds funny yeah
0: um, he he said
1: he said he does um he said Tyler the creator was wanted to play Nintendo Switch with him and then he said he doesn't he only plays games where you can win a championship or shoot guys with guns so so he doesn't have a Switch and it was nice. funny
0: yeah um I've been listening to like fucking I listened to like. The the fake hip shit, yeah, like the stuff that like the office would make fun of is like the hipster person listening to. Uh uh-huh. Like I still think that i I still listen to Neutral Milk Hotel and I'm like oh wow nobody knows about this shit. Uh uh-huh. Um, I I just got tickets for one, to one of Daniel Johnston's last shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been listening to a lot of Daniel Johnston lately. Um, which is unacquired taste. Um, but his music uh, makes me weep, and I love him very much. Um. I've also been listening to, um, uh, have you heard Carly or Jepsen? Um, Oh, yeah. Cut to to the feeling. Can we cut to the feeling? Um, and I've also been listening to a lot of, I guess I've just been in a a certain mood lately, because I've been listening to a lot of Kimmy Dawson lately, too. Mm -hmm. Um, she was in the Moldy Peaches, and she did the Juno soundtrack. Daniel Bryan. Um, she did a song with Daniel Bryan, um...
1: Um, because, She's very good. Because the people who listen to our show and are fans of the Mountain Goats is like a 100% circle in the Venn diagram, I looked, I was like, let, oh, me, yeah. I was like, let me listen to the Mountain Goats. And they had like 19 albums. And I said, like, Raro. Yeah, and
0: listen then, to the wrestling one. It's good.
1: Okay. I, I like that song about Chavo Guerrero.
0: Yeah, it's the, real good. That's the one I know. He's There's cool. a song about a wrestler that I never knew about named Bull Ramos. And the song makes me cry every time. It's great. It's good. Listen to that. Thank you. Post Game of Thrones are done. Please,
1: G-O-T to go. Sound hey, two back. more weeks until Yada Yada Boys, boys is back. Two more weeks until um, Yadda Yadda Boys is back. Give us a, give, <laughs> please give us a bad review on iTunes. I like those the best.
2: <laughs> please,
1: give, please give us a one-star review. A one-star review and say their points are good, but I don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we're, we're, we're laughing, actually. We're not mad. We, I'm not mad. Sir? Sir? Um, it's, it's Pillion. That's me on Twitter and Tumblr. And Post Game of Thrones... Patreon, thank you.
0: I'm doesn't out on Twitter, and I'm um, and I'm here all week. just, don't Do you, just happy shitting. Happy shitting.
1: Uh, teens, white walk, white walkers, teens.
0: my Walker, Hey, that was a fun episode. Beef hey. in the sink. <laughs> uh,
1: the nice watch. Jumbo spicy uh, big dad, big sword. Resting burn, rusting burn face. Rhaegar looks into the books camera. BLT. Carl Drogo. I don't think that was one, was it? It should be. Carl Bofa.
0: (laughs) It's me, your
1: cousin, Carl Bofa. (laughs) You know that joke format you've been looking
2: for? (laughs) Yeah, that is. (laughs)